So anyway, let's get to the podcast. Welcome to Cats with Tin Hats, the first video episode. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Dark Waters, starring Mark Ruffalo, the movie about Teflon and DuPont and how they poison everybody on this fucking planet. Let's get into it. What do you guys think? <laughs> Honestly, when we first were talking of it, like last week when we said to watch this movie, I don't know why I thought of Flint, Michigan, not DuPont, West Virginia. But fun fact. But it was a good movie. Yeah. So it's one of those ones where now I think about it, it's like shit. I kind of wish I didn't know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like now. It affects your entire life, where you're like, yeah, by the way, you got some of this shit in you because those guys have been throwing it up the stacks for like the past 50 years. I'm like, yeah, this is a, my second time watching the movie. All right. Uh, I saw it in theaters next to a guy who was shooting up heroin. <laughs> oh my God. Vancouver, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God love uh, International Village Cineplex. <laughs> Yeah, I can't get out of my head. But uh I guess the last thing that guy's worried about is C eight. Yeah. Right? He's like, fuck it. I'm I'm pretty much know. pumping that C eight. You never know though. Me. He might. That's why he's doing it. He wants to kill C eight. He wants to be the one who finds the fucking item that kills C eight. Could be. What do we know, right? Who knows? It could break down. Right? Yeah. They said that it never breaks down. The body doesn't break it down. Maybe eight. Opioids. <laughs> right? Who knows? Oh my God. And all I wanted to say is this too. About the movie. It's a bit of a nah, been... All I'm going to say is he knows. I 100% fucking hit it on the nail for the one scene. And it was dope. When Mark, when Mark Ruffalo's looking at the uh, book of I Spy. And it's like funny teeth. Oh, and then okay. goes back to that one scene. And then I'm like, oh my god. And like, oh, it's because of... Boom. I thought the movie was just fucking roasting that young child. I yeah. thought it was just like, yo, look at this. Funny teeth. And she's biking. And it's like, like whacked. That's just mean, right? And then they cut back, and it's like, I spy, funny teeth. And then he goes, the fluoride in the water or whatever yeah, it is. And she's like, drinking it. Boom. Her teeth go fucking black. I thought it was just like, the, like literally the people writing the script, they're like, yeah, let's, <laughs> make fun of it. let's make fun of this 12-year-old girl. I was like, Jesus. Was like, yeah. This is just so, so mean. <laughs> but also like, hey, don't have black teeth. Brush them. Fucking Susie. Yeah, so, uh, I'm sorry, Susie. Sorry. <laughs> so, Dark Waters, film that came out in December 2019, directed by Todd Haynes, written by uh, uh, Marlo Correa, based on the New York Times Magazine article, The Lawyer Became DuPont's Worst Nightmare, written by Nathaniel Rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's starring Mark Ruffalo, Anne Hathaway, Tim Robbins, who I was so happy to see again. Yeah, he did, he did phenomenal in this mm. role. I think. Yeah. Who's Tim Rock? Who was his character again? He was the, was he um, the farmer. No, he no. was the like the head honcho at the lawyer. The oh, he was. Oh, he was the yeah. yeah he the, was yeah, the yeah, head yeah. guy. Oh, the guy yeah. who helped him up, right? Ah, oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he had the glasses, and he's like, "You guys should water fuck these guys." And I'm like, "Yeah, Tim oh. Robbins." I'm like, "Holy shit!" This is when fucking he got out of Shawshank Redemption. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't know this? No. no. This was based after Shawshank. Shit. And he fucking makes it out, he crawls through, and then he's systematically going after everybody. So he becomes a lawyer. <laughs> hey, you know yeah, what? He goes up in front of court <laughs> every day, nobody recognizes him, puts glasses on him. Oh, nobody, it's Clark Kent. It's Clark Kent, yeah, it's Superman. Yeah. yeah. Hey. 
Tim Robbins is the next Superman. So wait. You heard it here first on Cats with Tin Hats podcast. Tim Robbins is Superman. I'm putting it down. Move over, Henry Cavill. We got a new Superman in town. <laughs> also starring Bill Pullman as Harry Ditzler. 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 Harry D. Okay. Whoa. That's podcast after dark. Whoa. Cats with. It's only. Cats with. 453. Hey, in the morning. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I was sleeping. Good to know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening. Anyways, let's go back to topic. So, what I want to know is, after watching this movie, and we'll get spoilers from here on out. After watching this movie and seeing the end title cards, what was your first thought? Holy fuck, I've never... I, I don't... I was like... Holy shit. Everything... You hear all the time, like... Oxygen is the best thing for you. If you if you breathe in anything other than oxygen, it's it's bad. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Even you breathing in air is fucking bad, apparently, because of DuPont. You know what, though? <laughs> oh, no. I agree. <laughs> Pausing for dramatic effect. Nice. You had me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was dramatic. Uh, like, maybe like the like I'm assuming you mean like the title card of like when they're saying like how like ninety ninety nine percent of human life is affected by or that part. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. I was. The number seems very high, Trini. Like concerning <laughs> the eye, we're just like, what the fuck. And then uh, for example, first I said Amer- only Americans. Like, oh, we're good. And then we watched uh, like a thirty minute interview about the actual story mm. with actual um Bucky um Joe Kiger Joe Kiger and, uh, and the Rob Boulant. And, and, and and I think it was almost like a oh oh it's not just America, it's everyone. Yeah. In the world. Yeah, because she kept saying that it was ninety nine percent of Americans. Ninety nine percent of Americans. And he kept on correcting her. It's like and no, it's everybody. Yeah, Rob's like, no. Ninety nine percent of every single creature that yeah, every single roams creature Earth yeah. has this shit in them. It's brutal. But so I think that was where it was like, oh, oh no. But you know what? I'm here still. Yeah. I, We've all got C eight. I got C seven. <laughs> I lost one. I gamble. I, I don't know where I, I don't know. Where, I do not know where I put it. I thought you know, <laughs> took a shower. I put it usually where I put them all, right on my fucking kitchen sink. Not kitchen sink, bathroom counter. Oh my god! And uh, I got out of the shower, and it was gone. And I was like, hey. I called up Dupont. This is. They told me not to call him ever again, and I felt quite embarrassed. This is where we talk about why it's crippling gambling addiction. He bet one C on, I bet one on, C. on seven black. I bet one C on seven black, and um, I lost because uh, there's no seven black in roulette. It's uh, seven red, and uh, fun night out. Quite embarrassing. Quite embarrassing. Indeed. So you're saying, scientific breakthrough here... That if you just bet one carbon in your body, you can yeah. break it down eventually so it's yeah. you have no C8 in your system at all. Yeah. Or even C7, C6, you just got C-nothing. Got C-nothing. And even then you are, then you, well, no, see, you get C-nothing. <laughs> you just gotta hit the slot. <laughs> you get C-nothing, right? But then, like, 
It doesn't stop. Then it goes to B8, and then B7, B6, and then A. So, so you're saying after you want the, you want the A after you get rid of I'm carbon, not of beef. I'm A. So after you get rid of carbon, you then get boron in your system. Uh, no, I don't get no boron in my system. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. So the film opens up. It's a classic camp horror movie. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. 100%. And you got, what was it, four teens three. going off, three teens? Yeah. Going off into a uh, lake, or uh, the. Uh, it's 1975 and they're hopping the fence, jumping into a lake, and I'm waiting for fucking Jason Voorhees to come. Or Freddy versus Jason. That's a horror movie. Just thinking about that movie, but, mm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, honestly, instead of uh, Jason Voorhees or uh, Freddy, we have something even worse—a Dupont worker. <laughs> two, two, two Dupont two. workers, and they're just spraying the shit. Oh yeah, and like Buddy finds something. We were I'm trying, trying to find out was, what yeah. it was. Yeah, I was like, hey guys, look at this, and like, we were thinking maybe if it was like I don't know if it was like sludge or if it maybe it was like a like a mutated. Frog or a fish? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a fish they found. Yeah, like a mutated fish. Like I wish he kind of. I, I wish he kind of had like a this closer angle on him, so we can mm-hmm. see. Yeah, because it was just like, guys, look what I found, and then just like looks for two seconds and cuts to the. Hey, get out of here! Yeah, and it's like, hey, easy there, fucking tough guy, mm-hmm. right? But uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Because right? we were like sitting there, like, what is that? There's something about that that needs to tie in. Is it never Ruffalo as a kid? Is it? Right? That's what we were thinking for, for a second. Then it was like a year later, I was like, oh, there's Ruffalo. Definitely not as a kid. But still, like it was just like, yeah, it was like, what the heck was that? Felt cheated out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Wait, was it just a year later, that time jump? No. Was it, it was 76? Nine, Didn't it start 76? No, in 98. Yeah. I swear it was 70-some. Or was it in there? Because the first one was the 70s. Because the first one was 75, and then it jumps to 98. Okay, because well then he, maybe it was. Because to for everybody who doesn't know about Rob, he, he started out fighting for the big chemical companies. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was a, a huge advocate, like yeah. trying to get emissions tests and all that stuff. Mm. Like in seventy six, a year after what what we open on, they started regulating these. So they so now Mark Ruffalo is actually um, fighting. There's six hundred un six hundred un what's it? It's like you can't break them down. They're like just forever. They're forever chemicals. Yeah, they call them. 600 forever, forever chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. And now Ruffalo, after this role, is starting to fight and, and go up in front of, you know, big groups and say, hey, like, this is messed. And it's pretty cool. But, yeah, in 76, they started regulating it in DuPont. Actually, 3M, right, a Canadian company, Canadian I'm company. pretty sure. Yeah. So they, sure they, they sure made this stuff. And then it was... PFOA, right? Yeah, is PFOA. What, yeah. yeah, the breakdown is. And then, so, in 76, pretty much everything got grandfathered in, but they didn't say that that was hazardous. Yeah. Right? Because it, I don't I don't know if they knew yet, or if they thought it was only hazardous to the workers and not outside of the plant or oh, yeah, anything. It's American, apparently. American? But I think, so why did it show the they're they have a Canadian, I know they have a Canadian plant, in, I think, in Winnipeg. They show the Canadian flag with it when they yeah on the on the dock yeah sorry but either way it's pretty it's pretty amazing like we start in ninety eight the only thing that I really noticed about this movie I didn't maybe it's not ninety eight fuck 
It's I know it's somewhere in the nineties. Or nineties. Maybe it's ninety six it starts. Or ninety six. Maybe because it cuts to ninety eight. I'll find out. I don't know. There's a bunch of time jumps in this movie. Yeah. It's like it's because the case literally took from what he started in ninety eight. He met up with the guy in West Virginia, um Tennant there. Mm. Wilbur Tennant. He met up with him in ninety eight and the the case they just settled like before the movie came out in 2018 they just settled like 670 million dollars in i think damages dupont gave out which is still less it's less than one year teflon made on the line yeah teflon made a billion dollars a year and even when they were and even when they were caught even when they were caught they only paid 70 million 16? Uh, yeah, yeah, 70, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, yeah. I think total 70 million. And Ruffalo has the best line ever to it is, that's three days on Teflon's line. That's yeah. three days. It's like, when you put it in perspective like that, like 70 million to us sounds like a freaking insane amount of money. Yeah. But those guys, it's pocket change. Oh, yeah, those guys. Yeah. They're the big companies. Yeah, it's 3M again. I don't know. It's saying American, but then on one side saying it's Canadian. Yeah. Let's just say it's one of the two. Yeah. All right. So we hop into Cincinnati in 1998 from 75. Yep. And then it's 98, but we were watching it, and it's like, it doesn't even look like the 90s. No. No, like, the, the only thing it's like, we were watching, and we're like, is it? It's 98. And then a phone booth came by. It's like, oh, there's the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> the 90s creeped in a little bit there. But even when he's driving to West Virginia. There's a 2006 Honda Civic right behind him. Yeah, it's like stuff like that where there's new, brand yeah. new cars on the road. And it's like I didn't see that. Yeah, it's like all in the background. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, because it was like there was a couple there where it's like it's probably just a budget thing, if anything. Yeah, not being able to get off the date. Oh, I'll be your cars. I don't know. It was just weird. Like there was a couple times where we saw a couple cars that just weren't from '98. Or like work from like that year, yeah, yeah, yeah or, that or, time or, or, or period. It was just kind of weird, but yeah. I mean, he goes over to his grandma's house, and the grandma's house is literally a timepiece. Oh, absolutely! Just an ancient house with just like everything in there that very grandma house. Yeah, yeah, it's like all right. But then we meet our really the guy who got in touch with him and started this entire. The yeah. entire thing was uh, Wilbur Tennant, if I'm not wrong. Mm. Yeah. But he he came to him. He had videos of, like, the stuff that was happening. He was a farmer. He was, like, a, a cow farmer, and all of his cows died. 190 cows mm. just dropped dead. And then we get, like, it's insane. We get the scene where he's, like, he literally starts pulling stuff out of his freezers. I'm like, okay, starting on the serial killer movie. Yeah. Like, he's just pulling out. Honestly. And then I just, I, all of a sudden, I'm just like, it's a tumor. <laughs> I don't know why, but he's just. a giant tumor he his. Yeah. Yeah, a tumor, gallbladder, tumor, and the teeth, the teeth, teeth. And then a bunch of, I think, pictures. Yeah, yeah. like a bunch and videos of pictures. Too. And the videos of all the cows and yeah. stuff. And, like, it's one thing seeing them in the movie. I don't know if they use the real videos, but, like. We watched that documentary yeah. and the real videos 
they are frightening. Like, he has close-ups of the water, and there's foam in the water. Like, white foam. Yeah. It's oh. weird. If you guys ever had, like, you know the crack filler? Like, the house crack filler yeah, yeah, where yeah. you spray it? That's what it looks like on top of the water. It's insane. Yeah. Wow. It's wild. Because yeah. I think I've got the uh, number of people who are infected, who are uh, in that town who are... Uh, affected? Uh, yeah. So, in the town, they poisoned over 70,000 local people. Wow. Yeah. 70,000. Um, what did they say? 90. So, 70,000 and like 69,000 got tested yeah. for it. It was the largest blood sample they've ever had. Yeah. Or at that time. I think it was in 2000. Two again, this spans over this. This Still went on now. from like, 90. yeah, honestly, 98 to 2000. What 21 now? I, th- I think 2011 in the movie. Yeah, 2011. It's 13. still carrying on to this day. There's still lawsuits being uh, dealt oh, with. Yeah, through. yeah, because they have certain. So that it's it's known for six. It causes six. Uh, Cancerous, or there's two cancers, thyroid disease. So there's cancer. kidney, testicular yeah. cancers, and then there's thyroid disease. I don't know what it is, but either way, there was six found yeah. that were directly from the use of PFOA or C8, hmm. whatever one it, it caused it. It's it's insane, man. But '98 is where we start this this journey for years and years of of um, of conspiracy and hiding and lying yeah. and 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 conniving and cheating and whatever you, you want to call it. Pretty much just deceiving the public and putting them yeah. in danger. Yeah, I say a good comparison for this movie and the way it's structured and paced out would be Zodiac, yeah. which we talked about last week. What do you mean by? Because both of them are like. Situations taking years to go over. Oh. There's so much to take into yeah. that account. Even the color grading is That's very similar. And they both have Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. But definitely, I did find Zodiac though a lot slower than this. Wait, this movie flew by, I thought. Zodiac was like, hey, like, holy night. I think Zodiac has an extra 30 minutes as well on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, because Zodiac's almost like three hours long, right? Yeah, it's like... Two, I think two, it's two forty seven. Yeah, that's like two thirty eight. Yeah, that's like two oh seven. Yeah, something. But you know what I mean? Like even like Zodiac still felt like very much like oh my god, like hurry up, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. First time I watched this movie, I kind of felt like that. Oh really? It it might have been because there was a guy shooting up heroin next to me. Should ask me some. Yeah, I'm terrified. Yeah, so that did take me out the movie first time. Second time watching it, it did go a lot quicker. And I wasn't sure if that was just me knowing what was coming and how it was structured. Mm-hmm. And also after watching Zodiac, which was a really <laughs> slow movie. Yeah, it makes you really appreciate Like, when you sit down, you're like, fuck, two hours, okay. And then you watch Zodiac. And then you just appreciate that the movie is two hours. Yeah. yeah. It's like, holy shit. Wow, this this flew by. Yeah, we're not saying Zodiac's a bad movie. We're just saying... Oh, great movie. No, it's long. It's a long, it's a long yeah. movie. It's long. It's a long movie, but you know what? Our boy Mark killed both. Mark Ruffalo yeah. is such an underrated 
Underappreciated, not underrated. Underappreciated. I'd say underappreciated. Underrated, yeah. yeah. Underappreciated actor. He's sick. And I was telling Tucker this yesterday. I'm like, he's becoming like my new favorite actor. Yeah. Like I've seen him and stuff, and I was like, just seeing more and more, like calling, seeing him. Like, oh, he's in this. He's in this now. Oh, and then watching him, it's like, oh wow. Have you seen Spotlight yet? No. Oh, that's, that, I think that's one we should cover on here. It's, it, it's about the Catholic Church and oh. the covering of all that. <laughs> Getting Catholic Church people. But I think Mark Ruffalo was robbed of the Oscar that year because Mark Rylance won it for um, oh, the one he did with um, Tom Hanks about the like Bridge of Spies or something like that. Yeah, and, he, yeah. and like isn't he like a spy in Russia or something? Or it, it's like a, it's something like he's a spy in Russia. He's a spy in the U.S. and Tom Hanks has to be his lawyer <laughs> to get him back to Russia or something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, no. You know, no, I've never seen that. Mm. Yeah, but we got we got to check out Spotlight. Go yeah. check it out. You know what? It's the same with me. Ruffalo, to me, is... You watch him in any scene. It could be a scene of him walking in a door. And it just means something. There's something there. It's like a lot of, you know, people... We, we, we went to film school VFS, if you guys don't know. Uh, I'm a, maybe some of you know, but when you watch these movies and you actually break them down, it starts to make sense. It's like, well, you know, you start thinking, what's the reason that I, you know, what's the reason that I pick up a cup? Well, it's cause I'm thirsty, but what, how do you, you know, have you dropped the cup before and you're nervous? It's stuff like that. And I think he plays it just like that, whether yeah. he's knowingly doing that or not. It's just a, it, every, every little thing, how he walks in the door. Did he have a Did he have a crappy day at work? How would he How would he hold his coat? Would he yeah. take his coat off because he had a crappy day? Would he even bother putting it on? Like, just smart actor moves. Because yeah. I think it goes to say for the character he was portraying, he's a very quiet, reserved person. Yeah. Where the way he shows emotion is his hand shaking. Oh, yeah. And that one scene when you just see his hand start to go in the car and like he's just about to flip out. Gets me a little bit, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Mark Ruffalo just shaking his hand, talking. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We thought he, like, maybe was starting to get some of uh, the effects when he was shaking his hand because mm. I did not think he was just angry. He was like, oh my God, no. He's poisoned. Yeah, I thought he would because he, I was like, you've been out on the farm too much, man. Like, you yeah. can get out of there. Just bottle of water. Just bottle of water from now on, man. Yeah, not obviously. Blood. <laughs> No, guys, kidding. Mark, get out here. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle water. Yeah, that sounds a little like an Harvey Hammer issue. Yikers. Sorry, cut that for time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, again, with his performance, uh, one line that said very early on uh, in the movie is when uh, Mark Ruffalo's character, Rob Biller, was talking to his grandma. And... I think it was about milking the cows, going, yeah, you milk it down to every last drop. You want to make sure that you got every single thing you can. Which, again, is the baseline for his entire character through this movie. Uh, Rob Biller, I'm sure the person is as well. I haven't looked too far into him. But what they were showing is he makes sure that no stone is unturned. When he gets yeah. given discovery and he's just swamped in paperwork, he goes through every single piece of paper that was given to him. Everything he needs to know. And is throughout his performance, he makes sure he takes on everything. Observing the room, he takes in everything. When he's talking to people, he makes sure he reads them and takes in everything. 
And even though he doesn't show anything in his performance, he's not doing some grandiose gesture or anything like that. You can just see him and know he is absorbing every little bit of information that's given to him. Honestly. Yeah. I'm like, you know, while watching that movie, I'm so proud of him. Mm. Like, I'm so proud of the actual guy for actually, like, because you know DuPont gave all those files just because they were hoping that he wouldn't read some of them. Yeah, it's like corporate he, fuck you. Yeah, and it's like, here's all, all the files. You can read them if you want. And they're secretly hoping that you're going to be fucking lazy to not find the evidence. And he fucking sat down, organized all of them, and we were... I was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, fuck, we're done here. Yeah. If I was a lawyer, not a chance. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck, all right, yeah. hey, look at the time, shit, time for me to go home. But, fuck, it just shows, like, if something is that near and dear to you and you and you devote your time to it, nothing's, nothing can be fucking... Yeah. It's, a, it, it's an amazing story. Yeah. It really is. Did anybody clock Phil Donnelly in this movie? The guy who plays Phil Donnelly? He's from Titanic. You know who I'm talking about? Buddy that he meets up. Oh, yeah. From DuPont. See, I don't know him from Titanic. I know him from uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, he's, uh, okay. Firestorm. I thought of him at, oh, in Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, every time I saw him, I saw him just rubbing the clock before it went down. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like Kate was like, Thomas! Whatever. Fuck. I don't know. Hey, it's all right. Yeah. Again, I'd say a great performance by him playing a disgusting dirtbag. Yeah, honestly. And then when... Fucking Ruffalo just gives him an earful at that. He's like, oh, and he's like, you're gonna do this here, out of my face. I'm like, oh, I yeah, don't fuck you, Hick. First you kill Jack Dawson, then you fucking lay this shit on me. I'm pissed. Kill Leo. But anyway, back onto the movie. Jesus, we're flying all over the place here. Yeah, it's, all right. it's there's so much to cover with this one, Honestly. like from performance. Like, luckily. Uh, Talking about the Duvon conspiracy and the shit they would have gone to, it goes hand in hand with the movie, so we don't have to worry Honestly. about that. So yeah, so so anyway, they did. Um, so when he, like, they went back to the farm, yes. they did a. He got Dupont to come, and they did like a, a study, and they called it. It was the flies. The mm. flies were cited as the problem. The fly control. Yeah. That was what was supposed to be wrong with the cows. To kill 190 cows. Seems like a little. Yeah, you can hear it in the line. It's like a, a line in the movie where he's like, yeah, they called it fly control. They called it like three different other things. But drinking straight out of the stream where they were literally dumping tubs of this stuff into the water. Yeah. It's insane. Now we know the truth. Mm. Or do we? Now we do. We do. <laughs> Um, but th there's a shot in this in this um, this like whole part here where this cow, unfortunately, Wilbur has to shoot this cow and kill it. Yeah. And Ru and Ruffalo gets freaked out and he tell and Wilbur tells him go get in the truck and he sits in the truck and then when he gets out of the truck and it's an above shot. Mm. We were talking about this with Zodiac on part one or two, but there's a shot where they're in where the Zodiac's in the cab and it's an above shot. And they're driving through the town right. in the cab. That, to me, as soon as I saw this, I got that vibe, too, where it was an above shot over top of him. And, like, it showed Wilbur there with the cow and him walking up to it. It was an amazing shot. And it showed, like, the ground. Even the ground at this farm looked messed up. 
Yeah. Like in the movie. It just didn't look No, it didn't look healthy. alive. Yeah. yeah. It looked like it was, like there was stuff getting pumped into it. Yeah. But Yeah, and then they, of course got to throw the John Denver in there. Oh, you had to throw it. Had to throw it. You can't say this movie's based in West Virginia without hearing John Denver's fucking song. And that's why when we said too, I'm like, we're like, you need to play it, Clint. You got to play it. And then they played it. Now, do you think though they needs to play it because the song itself, or because it has become such a meme in mainstream? No, because the song point? itself, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think it's become more well-known to the point that where it's used, everybody knows it. Yeah. But also, if you listen to the words of it and what it means, he just went out there and he's also battling with himself. Now mm-hmm. he's going to go take on a thing and take me home, country roads, to the place I belong, West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home, country roads. He's driving to West Virginia and now he's struggling driving out going, is this where I belong doing this? Or do I fight for corporations? So I think it's a beautiful song mm. to put over top because it just describes the inner um, struggle. struggle of the character. I think it's a beautiful piece to put over this shot. I, think I it's didn't amazing. even think of that. It is amazing. I was like, wow. That song just totally freaking described the inner struggle of this character for the rest of the movie. Like, mm-hmm. Do I belong here doing this? And then the struggles that he eventually ends up having with his wife played by Anne Hathaway, who does a phenomenal job in this movie. It's, I think that song's perfect. Yeah. I think it was just a, it was like, oh, this song. And then I started listening to it, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's a kind of a freaky little, I don't know. I will say, I do feel Anne Hathaway was a bit robbed in this movie, though, script-wise. Yeah. Because I don't think she had the time to grow to that point where we see a relationship deteriorating, I feel it was a little bit rushed. I, yeah, I know what you mean. Where I, I feel as in Zodiac, they didn't have the big explosive moments with him and his wife. Whereas in this one, it's just all explosive, but none of the little intricacies of it. Yeah. And I feel like when you're missing one, it just, it makes her a little, it makes her come off a little bit bitchy. I think I know what you mean, where it's like, in Zodiac, there's a buildup. You can see that, he, mm. you know, he's starting to get a little more into it. And she and she's like, oh, what the heck? But you can feel the tension in it. Yeah. And then it's like the tension, the tension. And there's no big blow-ups. No. But, like you said, but in this movie, it seems like it's out of nowhere. Yeah, like you need the blow-ups. But because you need to spend so much time focused on DuPont and Teflon and the farmland what's going on there you don't have time to build on that relationship and this pressure is putting on there yeah because you see the uh, discovery all the boxes he's dealing with but you don't see him trying to balance that with the family or lack of balancing it with his family which I feel was missing as well again it'll probably add another 30 minutes on the movie yeah to get to that point but it's almost like that it it creates the it creates a more a better understanding of the relationship yeah. where it was at at that point. Yeah, and I would love to have seen that build. And I know Anne Hathaway, she did an amazing job, but I think if this was incorporated in it for her, it would have just done much... It would have created a much stronger character for her to play around with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I, I think she did good with what she was given. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. 
No, yeah, yeah. She, she. I, I wish she had more lines. Yeah, like I said, more. Like I, like I do. Like yeah, like uh, the bed, the bed. Like I said, she does come across bitchy, but it's like, why? And it's like, oh, come on, guys, another ten minutes. Thirty minutes might seem a little bit too much, so I think to flesh out that, I think maybe in ten more, ten more minutes, just to, just, just kind of see their, um, relationship take a hit, but. Matter of fact, they actually put the real fucking wife and yeah, them in it. From the real, yeah, the real the, people. Uh, yeah. The real people. Because I think they were in during the the uh, the chemistry chemistry meeting, right? Yeah. I had chem I awards, had, or whatever they're called. I had written down here. I had uh, shit. Where is it? I wrote down. Um, Captain America. <laughs> oh yeah. Captain America. And the Hulk meet at Chemical Alliance. Just because I'm thinking, like, you know what? They're both affected by chemicals. They both are created. Well, what happens if, you know, you get him running around a little bit, the Hulk meets up with them. Become lawyers, like how I was saying. Hulk becomes a lawyer. Was she yeah. Hulk? Marries his cousin, I guess. It's weird, but <laughs> whatever. He did that in... A comic book, so it's yeah, that is a series. They have a whole inbred family, yeah. they have and a whole whole man Logan. family, yeah. yeah. What, yeah, an yeah. old man Logan, yeah, uh, old man Logan, yeah, the Hulk and She Hulk, <laughs> inbred family, and they're hicks, like they're redneck, yeah, they're, they become really, really fucked up. And um, because it's 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 a weird, I don't know, I, I read the book once, and all I remember is a I don't know why they did. I don't think they even said why it, it was to keep the Hulk gene, the Hulk, it gene. was the only way to preserve the Hulk gene, and say, so, hey, cousin. You know, we're geeks. Yeah. He's so cool. Or, you know, we like cool. comic books and and picture books and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, all this guy likes is cool stuff, I guess. Movies and TV yeah. shows and music. Being a bad. bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> Get us right. Where's my cigarettes? <laughs> Oh, uh, just letting you know, they are a for tech one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind, I don't. Fucking. Who, who doesn't know they put that in cigarettes? Come on. The tech ones in cigarettes? Who doesn't think, you know what, 10,000 10, different carcinogens are in these fucking cigarettes. C8's probably in there. It, it wasn't that. It was, hey, it's got cigarettes. Make a smoker. It was like, no, they made specific cigarettes. With C8 in it to see they, if they, they, they wrap, didn't they wrap them in Teflon? They said or something. Uh, they they put C8 into into the, the cigarettes against the, the workers, right? Yeah. So they made their own cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all the cigarettes that were out there. There's like, hey, stop smoking your own. His stuff on the company. Yeah. Don't worry here about you it. go. Don't worry about it. Don't There's pay three for it. Yeah. We care for you. Yeah. Hey, you know. Well, yeah. Here you go. Also, hey, by the way, hey, while you're working with us and we're giving you free cigarettes, don't worry about the bill. Not a problem. We're also, hey, Merry Christmas. Here's a fucking house, bud. Nothing fishy's going on. Uh, and here's a hat. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the hat. It was in clothing. Yeah. It's insane. Water repellent thing. But I oh. think what we were talking about with Anne Hathaway and him, that scene, when he when he comes home, when he comes home late that night, and she's like, what the hell are you doing? He's clanging pots and pans, throwing yeah. them out. Just seeing, oh, yeah. seeing him just like, it, it was like, everything's got to go. And yeah. it's like, you're almost terrified with him. Because, you know, before this, did you really know? Unless, like, 
I mean, I wasn't watching the news at 13. No. For me. So I didn't I didn't really even know what was... Like, all, all I remember growing up is, hey, Teflon's a thing. Not anymore. That's all I remember. I just remember it being a thing, then not being a thing, and then just going. I just remember hearing tap water was bad. That's all I remember from being young, where it's like, they put stuff in tap water. And that was it. Like, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know... If it was actually, you know, affecting people, he, like, you know, we are, we're in Canada, so I didn't know if it was affecting Canadian water supplies or if it was just in that town or whatever yeah. it was. But, I, you know, you hear tap water has stuff in it that's not, so it's not just water. Yeah, it's with all the, but I still drink it. I, uh, see, let's do a poll. You drink, you drink tap water. I drink tap water. I don't like tap water. I can taste the difference. Super taste earlier. I, uh, I drink Pepsi Zero Sugar. <laughs> That's all I drink, by That's the way. That's all I drink. I'm empty and I'm livid. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I saw you pouring out the can. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Dude, honestly. Pepsi, sponsor us. If you want. We're Canadian. We're nice. Just, just Pepsi Zero Sugar. Yeah, Pepsi Zero Sugar sponsor us. Or Pepsi Blue. Well, I'm bringing that back. Oh my yeah. god, or Crystal Pepsi, all yeah. of them. Make a zero sugar crystal and blue Pepsi. So crystal like, blue. Crystal blue. Featuring C8. <laughs> That's that can be for you. I'm going to stay away from that one. I'm a giver, not a taker. So I'm giving my side to you. <laughs> You're gonna get. You're gonna. Sorry, you sounded like the fucking Dupont guy right there. I'm a giver, not a taker. Hey, I'll give you the fucking C8. I don't want none of that. That's shit. exactly how it happened. Exactly. Guarantee you. They're like. They're like. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll give that C8, dog. What's C8? It makes rats inside blow up. Isn't it? It's like a chain, right? It's like yeah, a it's chain of carbon. carbon link. It's like carbon link, carbon link, carbon link eight times. And that's what makes it so unbreakable. Yeah. It's because it's just chained to be undestroyed by the it's, human body. You need C9. It's an 8-9. You need C+. <laughs> Shit, C+, is good. <laughs> Honestly, C+, fucks. C+, plus orange drink? C+. Plus. To get an orange pot? It's Canadian. I think it's Canadian, right? Yo, C+, plus. make zero sugar. C+. Plus. C plus. <laughs> Wait, I, mean, I, think the same. I think the same thing. It's the guy surfing? So in Dark Waters, I'm pretty sure the part we got to yeah. was the realization, the crux of the movie. Yeah. When he's talking to his wife, Anne Hathaway, he pretty much sits her down at the table and is like, hey. Uh, she's like, well, tell me everything. And he's like, okay. So he sits her down and literally goes through since, like, I think it starts. They started making it during the Manhattan Project, which yeah. we will do a definite nether. Uh, podcast about for sure but yeah it's it's I guess they made it in the Manhattan project and they found out the algorithm then they switched it a little bit and said it's literally said in the in the um in the script it's like they said why not in American homes why yeah. just on the battlefield why so, on tanks why not yeah and why not? So then they started bringing it to, um, I think 3M started making it in the mm. early 40s is what, yeah. during the Manhattan Project. And then it came out and I think 51, they started making it, Teflon. Yeah, yeah. I think 51. Yeah. yeah, early 50s. And then that's when they started noticing odd ir uh, irregularities with people in the... 
In the plant, yeah. In the plant. It was a year after they knew something was up, I think Ruffalo was saying, in yeah. the movie. And then you look into it, and it's like, the stuff that was going on just to try and keep it under wraps is insane, man. But, like, he starts questioning PFOA, and why do they have 55-gallon drums, and why are they... Why wouldn't you just... If it was... If you were just having waste, if you just needed a place to dump waste. And it said earlier on that Wilbur's brother, who owned land, got sick and passed away. So then DuPont came and bought his land and made a a, uh, a kind of like a, a scrapyard. Like some, or, uh, or, you know, just like a, a pit to throw stuff in. But none of it was supposed to be hazardous. Yeah. But they were taking 55-gallon drums... And just fucking burying them. Yeah. And when the burying wasn't working, you just fucking, hey, we're just going to dump it into the river. And have fucking, there was a whole line of women who had to scrub out the tubs of C8. Yeah. And that's, that's, uh, you know, and then when they started finding out all the shit that came with it, they, they pulled the women off the line yeah. for however long and then put them back. Yeah. They took them out of Teflon and then just started, they were scrubbing tubs of stuff. They knew it was all happening. It's insane. But. I think in this part of the movie, it does such a great job balancing uh, Mark, Mark Ruffalo's character revealing his discoveries to the three different parties involved. Uh, Wilbur Tennant, his wife, and Taft and DuPont. All done in three different ways, which it's kind of impressive when you got to think about delivering a monologue in three different styles, and how you got to approach that. But also seeing the different responses you get. You got the wife who thinks you're going insane. You've got the farmer who is treated as insane, and he's finally getting the truth delivered to him. And then you got to tell your boss whose client is the biggest chemicals company in the world saying yeah he's poisoning an entire town if not the entire world mm-hmm. that scene the way they cut in that scene is like it's awesome i was actually i called my mom and talked about this movie and she was like she told me she's like that scene is it, it was her favorite scene in the movie and mm-hmm. then to cut from that into the into the room where he's like Anne Hathaway is going to have a baby. And you can see just the yeah. paranoia at a height with Ruffalo. Where he's like, what about the baby's eyes? Because that's one of the things they were doing tests uh, just to see the effects of C8 in DuPont. Because it was the pregnancies. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and then they were seeing that like, kid, like two out of the seven women that were tested were pregnant. And the two out of, two out of the seven had babies who had one nostril and had deformed eyes. Yeah. So uh, I think Ruffalo was just, he, he was in such a state of paranoia and his whole life was consumed by this, at that point, conspiracy theory that he was so worried about his child. He was so worried about the st- common stuff in his household. They were poisoning them. Like everything was being poisoned. It's unbelievable. Oh. You know, they laced the cigarettes. 62, one year after Teflon launched and DuPont knew, they burnt it. They sent it up the stacks. 63. They started burning it. They packed it in drums. They buried it. And then when they ran out of space, 
started burying it. And the farmer's brother, Wilbur, was the guy digging the uh, mm-hmm. the holes yeah. for them. Yeah. And he got sick and died, and they bought the land. Yeah. And then started dumping it into the river. My question is, why did DuPont keep the files? I think... I think, if I'm correct, it's like a legal thing. You have to do it. Oh, okay. For taxes. And I think... I don't know. Um, I very well could be wrong, but I think it's... Like, I know for a business, you got to keep... Any sort of any sort of business file for like fourteen case, years, yeah, like oh, audited and shit. Like yeah, that. It's good, yeah, right. So that's why probably, but usually they they storm in those things and then they write them down. It's the years, so it's in case of yeah, like some, someone comes and says, hey, let me see the reports from nineteen seventy five, and if it's the if it's the eighties, and you say, oh, I threw them out again. I could be wrong. I think you can get fucking um, charged and fined for it, and like heavy. I very well could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why they would. But very well, I also could be talking to my ass. Yeah. And the, the weirdest part about this whole thing is they were running tests. They ran tests on rats. They ran yeah. tests on monkeys. And everything came back with the same stuff. Organs were ballooning. They were developing cancers. Or the, um, the others that um, that were found to be connected with this this uh chemical and they didn't stop they lied and then they went out and systematically found more people who would lie for them that's the most insane part because now we're talking about conspiracies we're talking that's what this show's about and and the main question you'll hear a lot of people ask is how many people had to be involved to keep it quiet how many people in this case a lot. Yeah. That's when that question, to me, it's a, it is amazing how many people had to be involved in this to cover it up and mm-hmm. how it was kept covered up for that long. Yeah, I think, I think everybody who worked at probably DuPont was who knew, knew the rest. And I guarantee you probably it was, here's a bunch of money. Don't say anything. Or you say anything, you're... Because you're gone, right? Because yeah. was in Dupont, like they said, I think Dupont was a place to go work, right? In that town, right? Yeah, that was the number one employer, right? So in West Virginia, it probably wouldn't be too hard to be like, they get fired, and then oh, why do you like, well, you know, let go? Oh, like, you know, differences, and then the company might say, well, no, we don't want you because, but uh, right. So I think that's why, yeah, probably it was. I think that's why he wouldn't say anything because they're probably scared for their own jobs, and you know, or even too, it's like, hey, like you say this. You know, you you might not be just screwing yourself. You might be screwing your your kids, your kids' kids, right? From getting a job at Dupont or whatever, right? And so, yeah, like with um, Bucky Bailey's mom, mm-hmm. she asked Dupont. She said she asked and inquired about C eight. Is that is that what caused her child to to have these uh, to have one nostril and the disformities and stuff? And they said no, and then proceeded to delete all the records of her working there. No. Like, it's insane. But, I don't know. And then to hear that C8's in everything. Like, even even the stuff, like, you go out, you get a cheeseburger, and the wrapping is is C8. You pop a bag of popcorn to even fucking watch the movie. You're like, hey, guys, let's watch the new Mark Ruffalo flick. (laughs) I'll throw the popcorn in. 
Imagine you just hammered two bags of microwavable popcorn and you're hearing that, like, this shit's on it. Oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Out of my body. And then, oh, it can't be broken down. Shit. Yeah. Once it's in your system, it's in your system. You can't get rid of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then, I forget what year it's in because we're doing so many time jumps. But then, fucking Ruffalo, after all this stuff, you know, a great scene between everybody... He decides that he has so much stuff. He's like, you know what, guys? Screw it. Leaks all the yeah. documents. And there he is walking through town, just smiling and tip-tapping his toes through the hallway. I'm like, fucking right, Mark. You know what? That's right. Now that scene. And then and then that's where we get into Joe and Darlene Kiger hmm. and their story where I think they I was listening to to the real people and they were also in the movie too. Yeah. Yeah, they were in the in the church scene where they're all looking at the farmer. But um they got a letter in the mail saying that yeah. C8, you know, there is C8 levels in the water. But it's nothing dangerous. Yeah, it won't harm you. It's, you know, all this stuff. It's a safe level. Yeah, it's like what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, and then I guess Joe was like he waited a few months about it. I think and then I think he said he was gardening. Yeah. Or watering what's garden or something, and then what was he said? Like it, that the girl we were talking about, yeah, with the, the black, black teeth, teeth actually yeah. rode by rode him. By, yeah. and he saw it, and he's like, "That's weird." And then dogs were hiding, nothing, dang tumors, and yeah. then he yeah. went back to the letter, and then was like, "Oh, what's this about?" Called Dupont, and I think they t- t- didn't say anything. Then he called the health. Um, he called like the he EPA, EPA and, and then they were everybody. And he said like they were you know most, I think I think it was the EPA or like the health thing of the government whatever was really rude to him and then I think that's when he got really like okay this is yeah something's here and that's when he contacted uh, Rob yeah. yeah yeah and like even in the documentary we watched he's like when he called Dupont he got off the phone and and Darlene Kiger said to him like she's like. Oh, what did they say? And he said, I just got fed the biggest line of bullshit I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then they talk and and about, you know, Joe's 19-year-old brother. He went in there, worked for two years, died on the operating table, all this stuff about people. And it's like, you know, listening to the documentary, this town was a working town. Yeah. This was a company town. Yeah. Like, it was like you, you worked there, yeah. you grew up working there. You know, your dad worked there or yep. whoever, right? It's like, they, she, so Darlene was married to a chemist at DuPont, right? Yep. She was married yeah. before Joe. He was a chemist at DuPont and they used to gift them tons of stuff. And then there would, he'd be sick for weeks and every guy on, in Teflon or everybody who worked there Called it the Teflon flu. Yeah. They were sick for, you know, weeks. We, oh, yeah, we got weeks. And then, mm-hmm. oh, we got the Teflon flu. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, after having two kids, she wasn't able to have a third because yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh. And then that's the scene where you were saying his hand's shaking on the car yeah. ride home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, I thought, I thought he was, something was up. And I was like, oh, wow. And then, you know, we start getting into, you know, the the multiple court cases and the mul- or the 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 tries to get into court and, and civil suits. Yeah, cuz it was uh, cuz I think it was it was just for damages, wasn't it? 
Because it was when he took it to his firm. Mm-hmm. Because they had a month to decide whether or not they wanted to act on it. Yeah. Because I think it was after that month they couldn't take any legal action towards DuPont. Wasn't it a year? Yeah, yeah but the uh, letter the was sent. a month, yeah. 11 months when the news started coming out. Yeah. Just to cover their bases. Like, they're done now. After, 11, after a year, we're fine. There's so much sneaky shit that goes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like he's like, to some it may look like they're trying to disclose information, but all they're really trying to do is, they just started the clock. Yeah. It's like, Wow. And then that that scene to me, Tim Robbins, I said, Tim Robbins shows up. He just shows up in that scene. Not that he hasn't been playing that role the whole time. He's really been doing well. But in that scene, when he gets fired up, slams his fist on the table and and sets everybody in that room straight, I thought it was just phenomenal. I thought he was was wild in that scene. I thought he was great. He knows how to control a room. Honestly. Honestly. Like, he, he... it was just enough. Yeah. It wasn't too much. It wasn't, you know, it didn't feel like he needed a bit more there. It was just enough to show you, you know what? These guys these guys don't care. But it's just as bad if you enable them to allow them yeah. to feel that way. To even defend them. Honestly. Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, but... No, like, I think it's just amazing. And the one line is, is that you should want, you should want to screw these guys. Like, you should want them to never be able to work again. Like, this is disgusting. uh, To me, it seems like an act of terrorism, uh, personally. But, yeah. Oh, and then, so, they said, so it's one part, one part to a billion. Is what was in the well, is what they were saying was the legal safe. That's what DuPont set as their hazardous limit. It was times that by six. Yeah. Is what they were saying. Times it by six. Not a billion. No, no, no. Six parts per billion. So if you have a billion tank, one part of the billion tank would be C8, which would be their safe level. Yeah. Now take that one part and times it by six. That's how much was actually in there. And that was their whole thing going into into court, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they have a brand new doctor, brand new scientist, yeah. and all of a sudden everything's changed and all that shit. Yeah, because one of the levels changed to, like, the legal... I forget. Level. While you're trying to find that, this scene with where uh, Wilbur... He he is there with his wife and she's pushing him in the wheelchair. Talk about heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh yeah. The actor who plays Wilbur is phenomenal. He honestly is. He's been in a ton of stuff. Um Bill Camp. Yeah, he he is really, really putting on a show in this movie. He's really doing well. But there's a shot where they're sitting there and Ruffalo is taking a sip of water from the water fountain and they're like and he's like, I wouldn't drink that if I were you. And he sees him, he's like, Oh my god, there. And then Ruffalo has to leave the scene. And if you watch, the camera dollies. And you see that to the water fountain. I was like, oh my God, what a shot. What an amazing shot. It was awesome. But God, when they get in and uh, what's his name? Bill Pullman. Mm. He's just fucking eating it up. Oh, 
Oh, that's all that's in there? Oh, yeah, drink up. It's a party. Yeah, anybody want to drink? I was laughing. I was like, dear God. But, yeah, it's it was crazy. And then and then you see them on TV and, like, yeah. you know, seeing the old school filters put over the, yeah. the shots is really cool and them talking. And you can see that people were pretty pissed off in the background with signs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get into the, the montage of the news yeah. where, you know, you have everybody talking about Teflon. You use it to cook your food. And then, you know, all that stuff. You use it to repel water. Like, all this news stuff. And even to cover up the Teflon pads. Like, yeah, the pads are good. We're going to initiate a new healthy eating regime and stuff like that, trying to counteract it. It's like... And still, it's they still used it. And even when they were caught, even to now, it only got it only got taken out of products in 2013. 2013. 2013. Because when they got caught with it, they had a ten they had a decade long. I think it was 2005 they got caught, they had till 2015 to phase out C8. So it's really still only six years. Yeah, they fully out. They took it right, like they started taking it out a little more, and then they created a new product. It was called they called it um, Zephlon. Gen X is what they called it, and created a new company. But anyway, let's get back into the movie. Let's talk about a fucking grand slam, a grand slam of a scene, a grand slam of proving people wrong is when he's sitting down talking to the Dupont guy, and he's like. Oh, yeah, you see this? Yeah, this paper right here with DuPont on the top. Bam, 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 bam. File after file after file where it's like... Read this, read this, read this. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, you know what? You thought he wouldn't read it, dude? Let's go. But, yeah. Trying to think what the process in court is called. Uh, Wait, deposition? That's it, deposition. Yeah, so they went, he had to, so that scene is him taking deposition of yeah. that guy. And he's literally grand slamming that fucking idiot. And I'm going to edit out the past five minutes. <laughs> <trying to figure laughs> <that. laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that too. So he's grand slamming the, he's grand slamming him in his deposition. It's unbelievable. And then he has the shakes and he's hopping in his car and I wrote down in the notes casino car because he is like struggling to turn yeah. that key because he is like oh my god I'm going to blow up yeah, he's I'm going to be De Niro in a second because that's another thing to mention about this court case so many incidents were happening to people against DuPont with the house on fire yeah with people being followed and stuff like that and it's unclear if it's people from DuPont or it's workers who need that as a livelihood and they're just trying to get back because they're pissed off I think a bit of both. Yeah. But you got the head lawyer going in his car. It's like after the biggest deposition. He's like, am I going to die? <laughs> yeah. Because didn't he see a guy in the parking garage too? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was freaky. But again, I'm not sure if that was him actually seeing a guy or if that was his paranoia acting up. I think that was the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> okay. So then in 2005, they do agree. The sci- They had like a panel of scientists they had to go find yeah. that each side was was okay with that they weren't biased yeah they were all independent yeah no um connection to either side of the you know affiliation with anyone civil case because it was a civil lawsuit yeah. at this point yeah. yeah yeah it's in 2005 and then 69,000 like we were saying 69,000 people got tested for this yeah 
And I think, what did they say? 97%, 97% came back with, like, this stuff is in their blood. Yeah, and yeah they are affected by it. 3,000, I have it written down. There was, like, 3,535 people in the class already have the diseases. Yeah. And there's more mm-hmm. that will get those diseases in the future and that I think that's kind of where they are now settling these cases where it's like did you write down how long it took for them to get that back that information back it took them till 2009 right four years to get anything no 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 2009 they were still so it cuts to 2009 it's been 11 years since the tenant uh, case started 11 years, and every year, it, every year, I know I put this down, the color grading gets darker every year. Right, it does. Every year it gets darker and dimmer and darker and dimmer, and it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? And then he calls them up. They're still testing the samples. And Anne Hathaway is like, this is where he's like, I don't know if we can afford school anymore. Yeah. All that stuff. And this is where the big blow-up happens with yeah. that character. Yeah, the really big one. And I think in 2012. So they tested it in, what, 2005. 69 people. 69,000 people got tested, which was the biggest quantity they had seen. And in 2012, they found that it was linked to six types of diseases. Yeah. 2012, that's how long it took them. That's seven years of having to fund the research mm-hmm. to keep the investigation going on, to keep in contact with all of your um, all your fucking people, what are they called? Defendants. Yeah, all your defendants. All and then paying legal stuff, like at the end you're seeing like he's talking to Tim Robbins and he's like, What are they doing? And he's like, Can't you see that? This is exactly what they want. They want us to give up because they're they're pushing us to, they're pushing us to spend more money that we don't have on this case, and they want us and they want us and then bam, that's his episode. It's in two thousand eleven, so a year before what we were just talking about, he drops in yeah. the office and like, uh, they call it a TIA. It's like a, they were saying that it it has the same symptoms as a stroke. It's like yeah. a short stroke or something. Yeah, it's a, uh... Just from stress, right? It's like from they wanted him. They wanted uh, him to take out all the stresses in his life. TIA, a transient isomatic attack or a mini stroke, is caused by temporary disruption in the blood supply to the part of the brain. The disruption in blood supply results in a lack of oxygen to the brain, mm-hmm. yeah. which is very dangerous. Yeah, and so you get this amazing scene with Tim Robbins and Anne Hathaway in this hospital hallway and she pretty much describes Rob's life where he had moved 10 times before senior year in high school mm-hmm. and just how he he has the kindest heart where he would go out of his way and and work as hard as he has for a, a small town farmer mm-hmm. who there was injustice there yeah. and he knew it and he would help them yeah and that's just that's just the type of guy that Rob is, you know, and and it's proven to even now how hard he's working and you know he's I think I I think I I looked it up he's I think he's represented seventy 
or something. We'll get into it later. Right. But anyway, now we're in 2012. We get the results back from the blood tests. Uh, six types of diseases have been linked to the DuPont C8. And like we said before, 3,535 people in the class have already had some of these diseases. And many more were going to get them either way from from C8. Yeah. And it's, he to me, it was just heartbreaking. Yeah. Just heartbreaking to hear that. Because not only that, as soon as the news came out that it caused those diseases or was directly linked to it, DuPont started questioning every single lawsuit, going to take on every single one individually just to make it go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for Rob, if it wasn't for his dedication and determination to actually represent every single defendant individually, mm-hmm. he won the first case, getting like a couple million in settlements, won the second case, getting a couple million in settlements, and then they decided to drop every single one and settle for the entire 3,000 or so cases. Yeah, so Rob won a jury award of 1.6 million, that was mm. the first one. And then in the second, 5.6 million. And then in the third, 12.5 million. And then they settled for the 670 or something, yeah. right? 670.7 million dollars. They settled all the 3,535 cases for in 2015. Yeah. And then uh, it's there's still battles going on today. Uh, PFOA is believed, like we were saying, to be in the blood of every living creature on the planet. 99% of humans. Yeah. Not just Americans, but every human. Yeah. And uh, you want to know what the, the worst thing that I heard is? Bucky Bailey can't get any... Um, he can't. Yeah, he has he to, drop, he had to drop out of the lawsuit. Really? Cause, yeah, because they said it did his condition didn't link to... Um, the, You're kidding. Yeah. No. No. He he can't sue because apparently the scientists didn't link his um the things that happened to him, the complications at birth to the C eight. So he can't file a suit. Same with the other person who went through those struggles. They can't file. Joe Kiger actually didn't file because he was afraid that him taking the money would take him away from further findings. So he's like, I, I don't want to sue now because I also want to see further further findings where what actually happened so that we can get these guys if they know more. Because yeah. if he settles in court, then yeah. he can't keep fighting, yeah. which I think is, is an honorable fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what? Joe Kiger and, and you know, Bucky Bailey and, and you know, Darlene Kiger and everybody. Jim, Jim Tennant are uh, just... They're all in this movie. And it's heartbreaking because it's like, you know, you look at everybody in that. Bucky Bailey's mom has thyroid disease now because yep. of working there. And I think, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Pretty much what he said. Pretty much what he said, yeah. Yeah, and he's gone through 30 surgeries. Yeah, well, yeah over 30 surgeries just to... Yeah. yeah. I think that does go to what uh, Wilbur Town was saying, I think, near the start of this movie, where it's like, it's not about the money... It's never been about the money. It's take, making these pricks be accountable for the shit they've done. Yeah. And I think that's what this movie is also trying to drill home. It's not trying to get the money for the damages. It's making sure that they 
don't do shit like this again, or at least they become accountable for it, which they're not still. No. They're not accountable for any of the shit they've done. Oh. That's what happens when you're a billion dollar company. Yeah, you just don't fucking care. No, no. No, because you don't care, because it's just like, okay, how much money is that? 70 million? Yeah, we make Done. a billion a year. Oh, 70 million is three days. Yeah. That's nothing to them, right? Or they don't like having to spend that, but it's like, hey, whatever. I think it goes to saying, like, there's a documentary that won uh, Sundance Film, a couple awards at the Sundance Film Festival. It's called The Devil We Know. It's all about this stuff. It's yeah. all about the fight and, and what happened there and all that stuff. It's insane, man. 7,000 tons of PFOA was dumped into that that non-hazardous, quotations, landfill. They knew that people were drinking in the water as early as the 80s, and it was causing cancer. They knew that as early as, as the early 80s. They were conducting tests. They weren't telling people the side effects. Bernie Riley, one of the in-house lawyers, sent multiple emails saying that, um, in particular, one of the emails, they talked about how he knows, talking about Rob, about the C8 being in the water and killing the cows. So fuck him. That's a quote from one of the emails that Bernie Riley sent to his sons, to other workers, other lawyers that were working in-house for DuPont, that stuff. Um, so the products that it's in, stain-resistant carpeting, grease-stain-proof fast food wrappers, microwave popcorn bags, pizza boxes, stain and waterproof clothes, fabric cleaners, and shoe repellent, shoe water repellent is what it's all in. And now, uh, the problem is, is that PFOA, they're not using anymore, or yeah. at least the company's not using anymore. But 3M is still using PFOS. It's used in Scotchgard. So now, at the beginning, they were looking more into PFOS instead of PFOA mm. until the, all the stuff started coming out. But when the, all that stuff started coming out about P, PFOA, 3M pulled out and said, yeah. hey, we're not making this stuff anymore after all the uh, yeah. all that stuff. DuPont decided, no, 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 no. No, we're not going to stop. No, we're not going to stop buying it from 3M. 3M's not going to stop. We're not going to stop doing anything. We're going to start making it in-house. They started making C8 in-house. Uh-huh. And then... Um, Gets burned by manufacturing companies, all that stuff. Um, they created, it's called Chemus. It's the Chemus company. They spun off the Teflon sector into Chemus company. And they shifted over to a new product called GenX. And there is an investigation in the Netherlands, in DuPont, of the same activities with, or... With the DuPont sec, the Chemus company, there's a, currently an investigation going on in the Netherlands about this stuff happening too. Wow. That's... That's where it is. Yeah. Uh, even one... Uh, 
it's uh, it's crazy. And Rob said, and and Mark was Mark agreed. the The main thing that this movie they're trying to show, and and what he, Rob's trying to show, is that even one individual can make a change if mm. they stand up for what they think is wrong. Yeah. And this is a perfect. This is a perfect example. Rob has represented over 70,000 people against C8. Yep. 70,000. Basically, almost every single person that tested this entire city or town or whatever, wherever Dubon was, right? All those people basically are. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a crazy amount of people. And he's what? The first lawsuit he made like he was able to get like one it's like one point like four million or something like that yeah and then i think the second one was like five point some and then the third one was like 60 something mm-hmm. crazy yeah yeah and uh rob was awarded the right livelihood award yeah after all of this yeah. i know i told to you guys about this earlier before filming this podcast but one thing that also happens with stuff like this the whole hiding chemicals in the water and all that and then when you think about conspiracy theories about chemtrails being up in the air and the down skin after watching this and hearing all the shit that happened I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing it honestly it honestly. would not surprise me the classic thing they say with conspiracy theories is the greatest thing they could ever do is you say it, you, they they use it in religion too. The greatest mm. thing the devil ever did was convince you that he didn't exist. Yeah. Is is the is the saying, but it's it works the same way with conspiracy theories. The greatest thing they ever did was make you feel like if you're talking about conspiracy theories, you're crazy. Yeah. The greatest thing they ever did because they can hide everything, and call it a conspiracy theory, and people think it's fake right off the bat. Yeah. Well, thanks to people like. Rob Billet, he took this conspiracy theory, he looked into it, just and brought it out as a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Even him, it took a while for him to. Yeah. He, took, he didn't do it right away, right? He, but he thought the farmer guy was um, um, William Tennant or yeah, yeah, Wilbur, Wilbur, Wilbur Tennant. Thought he was crazy at first. Was like, Who's yeah. this guy, right? And then he always like, I spoke to your grandma, and then he's like, okay, like let's see what this is about, yeah. and then. That's insane. So we end it. Yeah. Take this pause and please send it. Right, well, that has been uh, Dark Waters and looking at DuPont, Teflon, and C8. Thanks for watching Catch with Tin Hat. I'm Oliver. I'm White. And I'm Tucker. Thanks for listening.